This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 113. Hey, this is Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. I am very excited about today's episode for a lot of reasons. First of all, I'm really excited because at the end of this episode, I am going to tell you about my special gift to you, my Tennis Quick Tips listeners, something I promised you way back in episode 100. So you're going to want to listen right through the end of this episode to find out how you can get that gift. It is huge and I'm very excited about it. Number two, I am so excited about this episode because I feel like I came up with such clever names that I'm going to use in this episode to make my point. So you may think it's silly, but I really got a kick out of this and feel like I nailed it as far as coming up with clever names. You'll see what I mean as you listen in. And third... The artwork I have in the show notes for this episode is one of my favorite pieces I've ever put together. You may not check out the show notes very often or at all. You may not care about the artwork that comes with every single episode, but if you're ever going to check it out, this is the time to do it. This is one of my all-time favorite vintage tennis photos Let me just say, if these two women don't represent the worst tennis partners ever, I don't know who does. So I'm just telling you, this is your time to go to the show notes for a lot of reasons, but you got to check out this artwork. And the show notes are going to be over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips113. And with all of that in mind, let's get going on today's topic which is how to play with the worst tennis partner ever. Believe it or not, there are some tennis players that no one wants to partner with. They're not bad players. In fact, they may be pretty darn good. They make their shots. They win more than they lose. But for a variety of reasons, these players just take all of the fun out of playing tennis. And if you play doubles with any regularity, especially if you play for a team or two or three, like me, you might just find yourself partnered with one of these bad tennis partners. So how do you deal with these players? How do you play when your partner seems to be the worst tennis partner ever? That's what we're talking about today. Now, I think I've mentioned this many, many times how I play on a lot of tennis teams with a lot of different doubles partners. I'm currently on three tennis teams and so frequently get partnered up with people with whom I have never played. Or on occasion, and more often than you might think, I'm partnered with people I've never even met before we step on court. 
I can therefore say with some confidence that I have played with all types of partners. And I count in there some partners who, for whatever reason, were bad partners for me to play with. Either they were bad for me because our playing styles didn't match up, or they were bad for me because our personalities just didn't click. Now, that doesn't mean these partners were bad tennis players. In fact, some of them were really very good. But for whatever reason, these are partners I had a really miserable experience with. And when that's happening, a lot of times I feel like I just mentally withdraw from the match and I try to get out of there as quickly as possible. But we can't do that, right? Whatever you or I might think of our doubles partner, when we're playing a match, even with someone we're really not clicking with, we have to try very hard to do whatever we can to make the best of that match and that partnership because that's the wonderful kind of tennis players that we are, right? (laughs) So over the years, I've come up with some tactics and mental strategies that I use to play with these problematic partners. And in this episode, I'm going to give you the tools I use to help me play my best tennis, no matter who my partner is. And bonus... I'm going to identify these problematic partners with some very clever names that I spent quite a bit of time coming up with, names that might help you to recognize these double partners when you have to play with them. And of course, all the names I came up with are female names because I play with ladies, but these players exist in the male world of tennis too. So just because I'm talking about ladies here, don't think this doesn't apply to you, gentlemen. It does. Anyway, here is my best advice on what you can do when you're partnered up with the worst tennis partner ever. So I'm going to go through each of them and give you my tools. And number one, Are you partnered with Bossy Betty? Bossy Betty tells you where to stand, where to hit the ball, what you're doing wrong, and what you need to do to correct all of your mistakes. She usually starts all of this before you even get on the court and will continue throughout the match. Partnering with Bossy Betty will require you to be patient and very in control of your emotions. Bossy Betty is trying to be helpful and doesn't really see the problem in taking over and running your team. You can't change her. So be careful what you say, be patient, and try to work with her. Number two, are you partnered with Coaching Kathy? Coaching Kathy spends most of her time between points and on changeovers telling you how to improve your game. She doesn't claim to be a tennis pro, but because she has taken many, many lessons over the years, playing with her is, in her opinion, the next best thing to playing with a pro by your side. She will instruct you throughout the match, but will pay almost no attention to what exactly the problem on the court really is. Again, you can't change her. Pointing out to her that you really don't need her coaching may actually produce negative results. 
The best thing you can do is take a deep breath, take her coaching in stride, and just play your game as best you can. Number three, are you partnered with Blaming Betsy? Blaming Betsy is sure that your team is losing because you are not doing your job. Unlike Bossy Betty and Coaching Kathy, Blaming Betsy doesn't have any real insight into what is going wrong and doesn't have any good ideas about how to turn things around. She just knows that it's all your fault and wants to make sure you know it too. You will need a lot of patience and a positive attitude to make it through the match with Blaming Betsy. Realize that her complaining may be a defense mechanism to distract you from her own bad play. Try to keep your partner communications positive and upbeat and try to find the bright side to whatever is happening in your match, no matter what. Number four, are you partnered with Hooking Hannah? Hooking is what a lot of players call cheating in tennis, and Hannah will be hooking right from the start of your match. You may not be 100% sure on all of your calls, but Hannah is always positive on hers, and her calls always seem to work in her favor. You will often find yourself in the very uncomfortable position of seeing a ball in that Hannah called out, in which case, according to the rules and the code, you're supposed to correct your partner. And this can result in sacrificing a point. And correcting Hannah all the time is no fun and can certainly lead to a rift in your partnership during the match. Just remember to call them as you see them. Point out any errors or mistakes in Hannah's calls when necessary. Be willing to accept that Hannah might never want to play with you ever again and leave the match feeling good about your own calls and your standards of fair play. Number five, are you partnered with Talkative Teresa? Talkative Teresa is pleasant enough to be around. She just won't stop talking. She talks between points. She talks on the changeovers. Between sets, she wants to sit down and have a good, long conversation. The problem with all of her friendly chatter is that it can be very distracting for her, for you, and even for your opponents. You will need to be sure that you are not hanging out, participating in these talks if you want them to end. And you may need to tell talkative Teresa how hard it is for you to focus with all of the chatting. Just let her know in a firm but friendly way that you are easily distracted and really can't talk because you need to focus on the match to play your best. Number six, are you partnered with Negative Nora? Negative Nora is having a bad day today. She's having a bad day every time she steps on the court, and her list of excuses is endless. The other team is stacking the lines. Your opponents are playing down when they clearly should be at a higher level. The other team is cheating. She wasn't supposed to play today anyway, and her knee is hurting. 
If she gets down too far in a match score-wise, she just throws in the towel because she knows she's going to lose. And guess what? You're going to lose right along with her. When playing with negative Nora, your job will be to keep things positive no matter what. You can always make a big comeback in tennis, even when you're very far down. So remind Nora of that and keep right on playing and trying to bring her around. Help her to see the fun in your match no matter how bad things get. And finally, number seven, probably my least favorite. Are you partnered with Glody Gladys? If negative Nora is a sore loser, then Glody Gladys is the opposite, a Glody winner. She fist pumps on her good shots. She fist pumps on her lucky mishits. She fist pumps on the points she wins when her shot somehow dribbles over the net cord onto the other side. And most embarrassingly, she fist pumps on points she wins on the other team's errors. Glody Gladys sees herself as just another aggressive player. Is it a breach of tennis elegant? Is it a breach of tennis etiquette to celebrate her opponent's errors? She just doesn't see it that way. You'll probably have to put up with this throughout the match. Perhaps complimenting your opponents on their great shots will bring some level of civility to the match, but don't count on it. So those are the seven worst tennis partners I've ever had to play with. And those are my tactics for dealing with them. The best tool in these situations is to be patient. To understand and realize that tennis is not always about winning. A lot of times it's about having fun and just enjoying being out on court, no matter who you're playing with. I hope you'll let me know who your problem partners are, and how you deal with them. You can do that by leaving a comment in the show notes for this episode, which you can find over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips113. And now I want to let you know about some other things that are in the show notes that I think you will want to go over and check out besides the spectacular artwork for this episode that I previously mentioned. You can also find my 2015 Holiday Gift Guides for Tennis Players. These are three lists I prepared of the best gifts I think any tennis player would want to get. So if you're shopping for somebody and you've run out of ideas, be sure and check those out. There's links to all three of them. There's a women's edition a fitness edition, and a stocking stuffers edition where all the gifts are under 20 bucks, and you can find those again in the show notes. And finally, here's the big holiday gift that I have just for you Tennis Quick Tips listeners. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I promised back in episode 100 that I was going to have something really spectacular to give you, and I do have it. It's now available It is a free tennis mini course called the 12 Days of Tennis. So just what is the 12 Days of Tennis? Well, it's a free mini course that will give you 12 days of fun activities 
and will help you improve your tennis game while you're enjoying this busy holiday season. If you're looking for something tennis related to do from the comfort of your own home, if you've always wanted to try out an online course but were afraid what it would involve or weren't sure how to get started, or if you'd just love to receive a tennis gift from me for free, then I know you're going to want to check out the 12 Days of Tennis. Each day throughout the 12 Days of Tennis, you get an email reminder from me and a link to new content for you to check out. You click on the link and you'll be taken right to that day's mini course content. You'll find fun activities that are simple and quick to do no matter where you are and no matter how busy your schedule. And each of these activities can have a big impact on your tennis game. So the 12 days of tennis is my gift to you and your gift to yourself during the hustle and bustle of the holiday seasons. I hope you'll join in the fun. This course will only be available for you to be part of until December 24th. After December 24th, I'll be shutting it down for anyone to join. So don't miss out. Get in on it while you can. And to go there now, you can go to the show notes and there's a clickable link right there down at the bottom of the show notes in the description of the mini course. I do have the link in the show notes. That's probably the easiest way for you to get it. If you go to my Tennis Fixation website, it's in the sidebar. You'll see a little image you can click on. It's up in the menu bar. There's all kinds of ways to find it. I know a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're on the go, so it may be hard for you to remember all of this. Either check out the show notes or just go to tennisfixation.com because I don't want you to miss out just because you happen to be out and about right now listening to this. Anyways, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it and I hope you'll be part of it. This is a great opportunity for you to see just what it's like to do an online course. So check out the 12 Days of Tennis. Again, visit tennisfixation.com to find it. Well, that's it for this episode. Hope you are having a great time this holiday season. I hope you're getting to play some tennis. I'm playing a little bit. I'm in an indoor league, so tennis goes on for me. But in the meantime, I'm also doing the 12 Days of Tennis activities because I want to do it with um, everyone who's participating. So I hope you'll join us. As always, have a great time out on the courts. Happy holidays and happy tennis.